0: art of the kickstart episode 76 welcome to the art of the kickstart.com where entrepreneurs are constantly pushing the envelope to build businesses of greatness inventors are innovating creating the products of the future and backers stand strong for what they believe these are some of the great thinkers inventors and leaders of our time here are their stories Guys, one of the questions that I've been getting a ton from listeners is how do I know if my Kickstarter campaign is absolutely ready to launch? It's ready to dominate. So you know what? I created a 23-step success guide based off the 80 inventor interviews that I've done. This will take you step-by-step through launching your Kickstarter campaign, making sure you have everything that you need to make it happen. Artofthekickstart.com slash checklist to get our 23-step guide to making sure you're ready to kill it on Kickstarter. Check it out, guys. Welcome to Art of the Kickstart. Today we've got Nima Jahan, Brazilian soccer legend, just dropped the R, on the program sharing revolutionary yoga technology. They're transforming and working to become a billion-dollar company. Thanks for coming today, Nima. Thank you so much, man I'm really, really glad that um, you decided to have me on the show today. I'm glad we decided to start the interview. We were killing it on that pre-launch. You thought that we were already in it, and now we finally made it. I need a life quote, a success quote. What do you got?
1: A success quote? Oh, man, you just have to focus on the step stepping- forward of you. you need to know where you're going, but what's important is each step in front of you. If you go and break things down into what's directly in front of your face, nothing seems frustrating. It's just finish that, move
0: on, finish that, move on. Absolutely. Just take life as it comes. You guys have raised over $280,000 on a pretty killer Indiegogo campaign. What is that next step for you? Well, this is we consider
1: the crowdfunding campaign just step one.
0: It's um, it's a very convenient
1: way to reach directly to consumers and to get consumer feedback and help them go and shape and drive the vision of our product. Step two is we're gonna be displaying SmartMat at a CES a Consumer electronics Show in Las Vegas in January. And from there we're talking to distributors and partners to really bring this into a complete home fitness experience. Our ultimate goal is SmartMat becomes a platform both for yoga and for fitness. To
0: receive interactive training and coaching in your own home. It reminds me a lot of the Wii balance board, but it actually has functionality. Take us through Smart Mat. What's the story?
1: Okay, well, it's interesting that you mentioned the Wii because I'm actually I got the Wii when it first came out back in 2006, and it was actually what first sparked my interest in yoga. Now, the Wii is very, very rudimentary. I think they have like two balance sensors on it, but the. You know, the base concept is going along the same lines where you have a mat, the mat goes and senses pressure, the mat connects to your smartphone or tablet and leads you in a yoga class. The smartphone or the app on your smartphone does. When you make a mistake or or you need an adjustment, It'll detect that, and it'll go and give you a real-time live adjustment. So what we've done is we've basically taken uh, personal yoga instructor and trainer
0: technology, and we've packed it into the combination of your app and the smart map. So do yoga instructors like this? What's their feedback? Because you're essentially obsoletizing, and to make up a word, them.
1: Obsoletizing? I love that word, man. But well, no, we're, we're, we're actually... We're actually not. And we have numerous yoga teachers on our team who are yoga experts. We're we're evolving the industry. So there's always going to be a place for yoga teachers. There's things that yoga teachers can see and do that SmartMAT just can't. And there's things that SmartMAT can see and do that yoga teachers just can't. And to add on that, there's a certain amount of people, actually a large amount of people who want to do yoga, but they don't actually want to go into a yoga class or a yoga school. They want to do it in their homes. So... We're really going to be, number one, reaching a demographic that would never actually go to a yoga class anyways. And number two, we're going to be working hand in hand with yoga teachers. We have something that we haven't announced yet called the Yoga Ambers program, where we allow existing uh, qualified yoga teachers to actually sequence smart mat classes. So an existing yoga teacher with a tribe with a following can actually make their custom class on smart mat and use the smart Mat platform to distribute that to their brood so you might say we're making them obsolete i say we're giving them a new source of passive
0: income that sounds really empowering you're gonna have i mean that wow that is really exciting i did not know that smart Mat did that and i think that is great that you bring it up because there's always going to be wearable trackers but if you don't have a sports coach a yoga coach someone else helping you break it down the information's going to be worthless right
1: um i wouldn't say worthless but there there's a balance between human perception and technology and i think both have their place in both have value that they can bring to the equation.
0: It's not one or the other. So this is a really high-tech product. How long have you guys been working on Smartmat? We've been going hard
1: on it for about a year. I came up with the idea because I'm in the technology industry. I'm in the mobile app industry. And I was seeing all these things like basketballs that can measure your free throws or, you know, tennis rackets that can measure your stroke or the ball spin. And it kind of became inevitable to me. I was like, I just, I was looking, you know, five, 10, now one year in the future. I was like. There's no way in heck that in the future, there's not going to be a yoga mat that goes and gives you quantifiable feedback in your practice. There's just no way somebody wasn't going to develop it. And because I had the passion for yoga and the technological expertise, I was like, well, why don't we develop it?
0: OK, devil's advocate. When do you look to the future and when do you solve current problems? How does an inventor do that in the best way possible?
1: Solve current problems. That's, that's, an, interesting, that's an interesting statement because, I mean, what's
0: a problem? Did the iPhone solve a problem? Ah, touche, my friends, touche. Okay. so what's the best way to build a business? Take me through that then. That's what I'm trying to get to.
1: Okay, so build build a business. The first thing is you need you need um am, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? You are
0: allowed to swear. Don't go for the big bombs. You
1: need you need a holy bleep idea,
0: okay? <laughs> I like
1: it. You need a holy bleep idea. You need an idea. And if you don't have this idea, go home. You need an idea where if you tell that to somebody, they, number one, and you can explain it in two seconds. Like, I'm like, hey, Matt, we have a yoga mat that measures your practice and connects to your smartphone and gives you real-time feedback. You listen to that and you're like, holy bleep, that's awesome, right? Yeah, I like okay. that. If you don't have that holy bleep idea where you can tell it to anybody in two sentences and they're like, yeah, that's awesome, go home. Keep thinking.
0: Okay, I like it. If you're not dropping F bombs everywhere, it's totally not worth it. Yeah, something like that. You, you you need to
1: you need to have that idea and then that idea needs to stick. So you need to have that idea and it needs to stay with you. So it's not just like dazzle dazzle for a few days. You need to like Keep revisiting that idea over and over again, and that idea still needs to remain strong. Because over the years, I've had lots of ideas that seem like great, and then I revisit them, and I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever, who cares? And then from there, you need a, you need a very clear, planned ex- execution from beginning to end. You can't just you know build build a software or launch a product and say have your have your roadmap and say, all right, well this is the place where we get a million users. I made that mistake before. I built some apps, I built a software as a service app. Everything was perfect and I had a big blank in there. It was like insert million users here. And that never and that never happened. So when you go and build a business, you need to know every step of the way that you're going to be taking or else you're wasting your time. So in terms of SmartMat, we knew that we could build the technology and it was like the question was how do we get, you know, our first quarter a million dollars in sales. It was like, oh, crowdfunding, easy. So that really, really filled the gap with the direct direct reach to customers So you can't fill that gap. And if you're talking about crowdfunding because you have a crowdfunding centered site, you can't just say, I'm going to throw this on Indiegogo. I'm going to throw this on Kickstarter and raise $100,000. That's a fail right there. Exactly. Go deeper into it. When you throw this on your crowdfunding site, you need to know how you're going to make your first $100,000. And you just have to assume that nobody's going to send it to you. You're not going to throw it on Kickstarter and they're magically going to send you $100,000 worth of traffic in our case what we did was we built a responsive pre-launch list through various sources in the industry we built a, a list of quite a few people and we really really warmed them up and we you know we did the hype we did some giveaways we said all right on this day at this time SmartMask is going to be launched and if you're able to get in there first at a certain time you're going to be able to get it at a discounted price from everybody else so we already knew we had our first hundred thousand dollars of sales Despite anything
0: else and I and you need to know that and if you don't know that don't even come to don't even come to the game And everyone does they just show up to the game without even thinking about it And that's when your campaign dive bombs you guys have done really well though, and I want to ask you now why Indiegogo? Why not Kickstarter? Take us through the thought process.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm I'm an old fashioned businessman, Matt. Okay, like I don't know if this is a good idea or a bad idea. I, I like companies where I can talk to people. From what I understand, dealing with Kickstarter is like dealing with Google. You're just like dealing with a big machine. You know, you're like put into thing, and then you get big machine responses from them. I I like to deal with companies that I can actually go ahead and talk to people. That's one of the key reasons we went with them because they they would actually hold a conversation with us.
0: That is really important to be able to connect. Also, the flexible fundings clearly worked out very well for you guys, being able to extend it a month.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, flexible funding. I don't know. We already knew we were going to reach our goal in the first day. So, I mean, it was, just, it was kind of just semantics, whatever one we use.
0: So you're using this and you said you've been talking post Kickstarter. Are you guys going to go for some funding as well outside of this? I'm sure this gives you the leverage for VC if you'd want to go that route.
1: Oh, we've already we've already been in some discussions with um, a few VC firms. To be honest, Matt, we're, we're not sure. We're, we're actually self-capitalized. Three founders were all independently successful in business before this. So we're, we actually have the the opportunity to self-capitalize this most of the way through. What we're looking for, if we do decide to take on funding, is we're looking for a strategic partner. So it's not just somebody who's going to go and say, "Here's five million dollars for a Series A." We don't we don't necessarily need that. What we need is we need somebody who says, "Here's five million dollars for a Series A, and I have strategic partnerships and connections and in strategy that I'm going to work with you on." We don't want just a a, pay, a check from somebody and give them a percentage. We're not interested in that. We're interested in Um, A fund or an investor who's really wants to come on and, you know, help drive us in the high level strategy to help us build a billion dollar company.
0: So my question for you following up on that, I've heard the hardest job about managing the Yankees is managing egos. You've got three different founders that have all been separately successful. How does that go about happening? How does it work? in terms
1: of in terms of managing the three of us
0: yeah managing the three of you what you guys bring to the table are there any challenges what would you recommend
1: well all three of us are very very strong personalities we're all alphas if you want if you want to say and the way the, the way that we've had it work is we've actually very clearly divided our work so Sam's in charge of all things hardware and building hardware that's the reason why he's on the team is because he's our hardware expert he was formerly the uh, operations manager at Skysig which was the biggest e-cigarette company in the United Kingdom and he was Manage all the operations and productions in the factories in China. There, so he's an expert on that, and he's quit smoking. And he's taken up yoga, by the way. My other partner, Maziar Sadri, he's um, he's in the software end. He has an MBA, and he's a used to be a VP at Yahoo. So he's used to going and managing complex software development projects. And myself, I'm kind of the vision and the glue maker. I'm keeping it together. I'm talking to the press. I'm I'm kind of you know doing all the juggling. And you know if you put us the three of us in the room and you have us like work on the same project, it'd be a it'd be a Disaster. But what happens is we respect each other's talent and ability is enough to say, all right, Sam, you're doing hardware, handle it. Maziar, you're doing software, handle it. And then we all come together
0: and support each other as a need. But each person is in charge of their own ship. And that really takes the maturity. That's that's why you guys are where you are.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all, we're all we're all over thirty.
0: <laughs> Sam's the reason this interview's happening. and learned about him through Dynamite Circle. Got to got to thank him and Leanne for setting this up. I want to jump now into the launch round. How's that sound, Nima? Yeah, sure. Welcome to The Launch Round, where we take our guests through a series of rapid-fire questions geared towards unlocking the inner inventor and entrepreneur in all of us. Get ready to blast off and unlock your inner potential. Let's do this. Okay, so first question for you, Nima. Are you an inventor or an entrepreneur? I think I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not. I'm not an engineer.
1: I go and look at. I go and look at ideas. I like crafting things. I like crafting
0: roadmaps from the beginning to the end. I like executing. I like creating things. So you're the pure businessman. If you could meet any throughout history, who would you want to meet with? What would you talk to him about? <laughs> Leonard Cohen, man.
1: <laughs> and I wouldn't talk to him about anything. I just like sit
0: and chat. Ah, you're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to forgive me. Who is Leonard Cohen? I have no idea. He's just some singer. He's just. He's a singer and a poet and a mystic.
1: I'm not interested in great men. I don't care. I'm a great man. Everybody's a great man. It's just a matter of, you know, what you do. All, all men are created equal. All men die the same. I'm not impressed by anybody.
0: I like that. That's a that's a really good philosophy for people to have.
1: I respect everybody. I mean, I respect people. But why, why should I respect this asshole more than that asshole?
0: Absolutely. I got a question for you. Business books, life books. What's changed your life you'd want to share with others?
1: Oh, wow. Now, now you're getting kind of deep. George Einstein Gershchev meetings with remarkable men and Beelzebuck's tales to his grandson. That's pretty advanced stuff based on human psychology. If you wanted to get a little bit low level and little more digestible, you could take uh, Journey to Ixalan by Carlos Castaneda.
0: I will need to check both of those out.
1: Business books. I don't I don't read books with some, some guy just explaining what how he thinks the world works.
0: Because you don't really care what that asshole does. I really right? don't care. I really don't care what that asshole does. Absolutely. Last question of the launch round to Nima. Smart Matt is revolutionizing yoga. You Wearables happening everywhere, every industry in the world. Where's it gonna be ten years, twenty years down the road? What can't we imagine that's gonna be out there?
1: Well, it's, it's the Internet of Things. Everything's everything's gonna be completely plugged in. Our cars—I I don't know the exact time frame on this—but our cars are gonna be driving themselves. Our, our food's gonna be making themselves. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up in the morning and my breakfast is gonna be cooked already for me. I'm gonna go downstairs and my uh, my my, wore, my clothes that I'm gonna be wearing are already gonna be picked out for me, laid out in the closet with like light shining on them, or like two different options are going to be there. I'm going to have my exercise program ready for me. My smart Mac is going to turn on and it's going to say, all right, Nima, you know, today we're going to do a um, light yasa flow. Th- things are just going to be done for us. And for people that choose to use it, not everybody's going to choose to become that automated, but the options are going to be there. It's going to be like the Jetsons, man.
0: Is it going to be like the Jetsons, the Matrix or Terminator? <laughs> I think the world
1: actually I think the future of the world is much more benign than our our science fiction makes it out to be I think
0: it's going to be more like her than anything I sure hope so that'll be a lot more fun for all of us let's get back to you guys back to the business so you've been running this campaign about 45 days now what have you learned what would you do differently if you were relaunching.
1: Well, oh, what do we have done differently? We, we you know, we we went in and did a a pre-launch campaign to a certain extent. We spent some money on paid traffic to build an early pre-launch list, and the money that we invested versus the return on our launch day was significantly higher than money invested to return mid campaign. So, because we had that launch event, we we went and did a massively more return on the money invested for that launch day. I don't want to get into specific numbers, so. The advice that I would give is if you know you have a good funnel, put a ton of money and effort into your launch day and just like go crazy on that launch day. We were probably too conservative with the money that we invested on the launch day.
0: That is what I tell everyone. If you're putting money into ads, you're doing it for that early launch to build your list or you're doing it at the very end, like, oh shit, are we going to fund? Don't do it in the middle. That's just a waste of time.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it hasn't returned well. It hasn't returned well at all. But the money the money for day, I would, I would have put five
0: times as much money into day one. I think that's huge for people to hear. And last question, you've been awesome, Nima. I know you've got to get back to changing the world and doing amazing things. One piece of advice, what would you want to leave inventors, entrepreneurs with?
1: Oh, it's a passion thing, man. It's a, it's
0: a passion thing,
1: Matt. You need to, you need to be so passionate about a project that you're gonna to be totally obsessed about that. You're not gonna leave any stone of terms. You're gonna be like a dog gnawing at that project to the bone and you have such a passionate and a powerful vision for that project that if somebody tells you no, you could you know that they're just being, they just don't know what they're talking about because you know better than them. You, you have to be so passionate about your product that it doesn't matter what anybody else says or think or advises you, you're just gonna destroy it regardless of anything. You need to be able to bend reality to your will and if you don't have that passion, then don't even show up. Go go back to
0: being a salary person or your drop shipping business or something. <laughs> <laughs> drop shipping, absolutely. So I I need I need to ask a follow-up question to that. How do you do that without mortgaging the house, losing your family? How do you avoid the inescapable that happens to some inventors when they create something and lose it all? How do you not go down that rabbit hole? You just have to be good. So always always burn burn the ships completely.
1: Well, I mean I got, but before I got into Smart Mat, I was an online marketer, right? Doing online marketing and digital marketing and mobile apps. Then, and before doing that, I had a I had a regular job, and I was so passionate to get out of my regular job that I went and worked double time. I did great job in my regular job, and I worked all night on my side uh, online businesses. And because I was so passionate to get out of there, unfortunately, fortunately, at a certain point, I broke through to where I was able to go and quit my regular job and go through there so i don't say burn the ships i say i say be practical but if you have an idea you have to you have to know that idea from beginning to end you have to see all aspects of it you got to own that idea and owning it means where if you you, matt you come to me you say Nima, you're wrong i'm like i don't care (laughs) Uh you know it's like that's i'll be like that's your opinion i'm doing it bye
0: okay when do you when do you test for traction is is there a time to call it quits and when is it in your opinion
1: Oh, when you don't care anymore. When when you when you wake up in the morning and you don't have that fire, that passion. As long as you have that fire, your passion, you're on the path. When when you wake up in the morning, and you're like, I know. Then go do something else. You know, go go. You know, go go to India or something. Just but.
0: You got you to gotta have that fire and that passion. I love that. I wanted to get your feedback on it as somebody who's done it. And I think that's super helpful. Thank you for coming on today, Nima. You've been a really cool and interesting guest to talk to. Honestly, the personality it's made it fun. Thank you for coming on. Share SmartMat. Where can people find you?
1: Well, because this is going to be on there perpetually, just go to smartmat.com. From there, we'll, you can link out to our IDGOGO campaign if it's still up.
0: Guys, check them out. Whether you do yoga or not, this is a great way to learn how to run a successful, crowdfunding campaign say thanks to Nima for being on the program sharing what he's learned and just teaching you passion is everything thanks Nima it's been awesome
1: cool thank you Matt thank you audience have yourself a great day Bye.
0: hey guys I'm your host Matt Ward and I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the art of the kickstart where we believe inventors innovators and entrepreneurs are changing the world and bringing humanity forward into the future If you liked the ideas in this episode, or you're interested in learning more about crowdfunding and how to kill it with your own Kickstarter campaign, you can check out more at artofthekickstart.com. And if you've been listening to the show, love the episodes, but you're not subscribed, that's got to change. You can go to artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher and get the episodes delivered magically to your phone. And if you like the show, I would Love you forever if you leave a review on itunes it helps more aspiring inventors and creators out there find the show and find the information they need to kill it on kickstarter until next time thanks for tuning in guys and have an absolutely epic day